All right. Back with another episode of the Causeway Street Podcast. I am Joseph Pavone, Sean Dutra. This is moments after the Celtics just lost to the Charlotte Hornets at Charlotte. 117 to 112. This one came down to the wire, Sean, of course. We both watched it. Uh, Kemba Walker, ridiculous. Beast right mode, now. Kemba. One of the best scorers in the NBA. Hands Most down. underrated player in the NBA. Most underrated player in the NBA. I, I agree with that statement. Um, I, I thought that even before he started going off the way he's been going off. The last two games, scoring over 100 points in two games combined. I mean, it's ridiculous. And of course, him and Kyrie Irving went at it, which is what, which is what we expected. I expected to see these two go at it, but I'm not crazy about the execution down the stretch where you just give the ball to Kyrie and have him go back and forth against Kemba Walker. I- I'm not crazy about it, Sean. Yeah, I mean, either. I think there was a lot of questionable shots at the end of the game. I think a lot of questionable play calls. I didn't like the personnel at the end of the game. The whole game, though, seemed like the Celtics should have had it wrapped up. They should have They should have been able to close out the the Charlotte Hornets. Even though Kemba's on a streak right now where he's unstoppable, but still, you're supposed to be the Boston Celtics. Like, this, this is not good, Sway. This is not good. Last week, I think we saw glimpses of what this team could be when they beat the Raptors, but you can't, you can't keep losing. You just lose every game. Mm. Like, it's not like they're, they're going on like a three game winning streak and then losing. No, no, no. They're they're winning one, losing one, winning one. What what does that, what what does that mean? What's that pattern? 500 team. They're looking like a 500 team. They're on pace for 42 wins. Pretty much. <laughs> They're on pace. Yeah, that, that's accurate. Well, 40, 42 win team. But Brad Stevens did switch up the starting lineup though. Really? I didn't think he would do it. Yeah. I, I didn't think he, he had it in him. But and I was happy he did because he benched Gordon Hayward. In my opinion, that was the guy who needed to sit back in the second unit, switch things up a bit. He did go big. I wanted him to go small and go with Marcus Smart. I don't hate it though. Uh, Aaron Baines was effective. He didn't play a whole lot in this game. But um, in the third quarter, I did like the fact that he, he put Smart in, I don't know, like a minute and a half into it. Put Smart into that starting five. Obviously, it wasn't the beginning of the first quarter, but you saw what that lineup can do. It freed up Smart for some good looks. He got a couple threes in there. Uh, it also freed up Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown found his offensive rhythm, but then he reverted back to what he's been doing all season long. Gordon Hayward with those starters. And how did that pay off for them? How did Gordon Hayward do Not with those good. starters? How did he do at the end of the fourth quarter with the Celtics trailing the Charlotte Hornets, when you need a lineup that can close out the Hornets, close out Kemba Walker's offensive explosion, he goes with Gordon Hayward again, and it doesn't pay off. I mean, I just I don't get it at this point. And I'm surprised that, I don't know, maybe I missed it because they don't always show the entire uh, Brad Stevens press scrum. But I'm hoping someone asks him about that. I mean, Gordon Hayward, let's, let's look at his stat line right now. Off the bench, he did clock in 31 points. For, 31 minutes. Oh, excuse me. He did clock in 31 minutes. I don't think we'd be having this discussion if he had 31 points. <laughs> Four yeah, I... points, one of six from the floor. I mean, like, what did he do to earn himself any playing time at the end of that fourth quarter? I mean, I, I can't. I get, he, got, he got eight rebounds. But aside from that, I mean, four assists, that's a solid secondary guy. That's a, that's a solid yeah, secondary I, stat line. I don't like That's it. not somebody that you have at the end of the games when you need offense and you need to counter uh, what Kemba Walker was doing out there. Like, I don't know why they feel, the, the Celtics feel like they need to play Hayward right now. Like, you don't need to play him. He's obviously not there yet. Like, he doesn't, hey, first off, it's not looking like he fits in that well on this team. Secondly, he's not 100%. So that's a double whammy that's, against That's Hayward. my biggest thing. If he's not 100%, you want to get him back with a second unit. I mean, you already gave him, what, 15 games? 
it's not working out and right. it hasn't looked good, especially throughout the stretch, throughout the last – You got to the beginning of November, it's gotten worse than it, than it was before. You got to cut your losses. You, exactly. You let him come back, you know – Give minutes to other guys. Rozier hasn't been playing either. Really, I'm, I want how many minutes will Rozier get tonight? Nineteen. He got nineteen. It, okay, it was a quiet, quiet 19. nineteen. Yeah, Barely. I figured he would have got like thirteen or fourteen. I don't know, man. There's a lot of there's a lot of things wrong with this team. I feel like we're just keep repeating the same stuff. I think you know Hayward coming off the bench, Hayward taking a lesser role, getting more minutes for guys like Smart, Rozier, Morris is going to be key. And then you know Kyrie had a good game, but at the end of the day, like. What if Kyrie doesn't score forty three points? They're not going to win. Like they're a little too reliant on him. Down that, the no, I mean, I even, mean, I, I even think no. I, I think that he's relying on himself. He's not letting the ball. He's not moving the ball at the end of games. It was a, a point in that game where he took just a, a shot four seconds into the shot clock and just jacked up a three. Yeah, that was hate, an awful shot. You hated that shot. Yeah. Awful shot. Like move the ball around. Tatum was feeling it. Get the ball to Tatum. You have multiple weapons on the floor. At least pretend like you're going to give the ball to somebody else other than Kyrie at the end of the game. And then out of a timeout, you know how Brad Stevens does. He's usually successful out of a timeout. Offensive play. Draws up a play for his team. Uh, wants to cut into the deficit. And he draws up a play for none other than Gordon Hayward. Look, I'm not trying to beat up on Gordon Hayward. I'm not saying that it's Hayward's fault. But it seems like Brad Stevens is just forcing him into these situations at the end of the fourth quarter where he's just not feeling it. And what has he done to earn it? Exactly. He broke his leg. Like, is this a sympathy thing? Well, no, I don't think it's that. Is this like a Gordon, we really feel bad you missed all of last season? Like, maybe let's a little give bit. Give me some minutes. Maybe like, a little bit. Yeah. No, get the fuck out of here. You gotta earn that shit. You gotta earn it. Like, and Brad, Brad is, seems like Brad is going out of his way to make this, t- this, this player comfortable, which I get the history. I get, you know, college. They, you know, were suitors for him for a while. Came out last year. Obviously, we all know what happened, but still, like, he, whatever. It is what it is. Like, sometimes if the player's not the same player he was, you don't need to give him mm. 30 minutes and, you know, crunch time minutes every single time. Yeah, I mean, this is what bugs me, man. Kyrie Irving, 34 minutes. Al Horford, 31 minutes. Gordon Hayward, 31 minutes and four points. I mean, it just Why? doesn't add up. Yeah, I mean, like what, that. What was he doing to earn himself that many minutes off the bench? It's almost like they're trying to justify contracts for some reason. Like, oh, we pay you the most money, you gotta play the most minutes. But you don't have to do that this early into the regular season. Uh, I don't know, man. There's a lot of... It's not March. No, it's not April. You don't have to force him in like that. You, you, look, look, I get it. Long term, you're gonna need him to be at a certain level if you want to compete in the playoffs. But we're still in November, Sean. Like, why? You don't need Haywood right now. Like I said last episode, I feel like, I feel like I'm repeating the same shit. Like, granted, you went out and won against the Raptors, which was, you know, borderline must win type game for early in the season, like big game early in the season. You, you came to play, you beat the Raptors at home. You still look like dog shit in every other game since what? The Indiana game? Mm. You've looked like dog shit. Not even the Suns game, you look like dog shit. You lost twice to the Jazz. You lost to the Nuggets. See, I'm glad you brought up the Raptors game, though, because if you look at his production, his, his pure offensive production, most of what he did on the offense came with the second unit. I know when you look at the stat line and you see 15 points, five assists, five rebounds, you're like, oh, yeah, this guy was feeling it. No, he scored six consecutive free throws throughout the fourth quarter in overtime, which obviously was big. It was huge for the Celtics in that close game. But you overlook the fact that he, when he's at his best – Throughout the month of November, 
It's when he's with the second unit guys, when he's with the Marcus Smarts and the Terry Rosier, when he's able mm-hmm. to find those guys, able to rack up assists, able to score, able to find that offensive rhythm that he's not, he just doesn't have when he's with the rest of the starting unit. But I, I gotta, you gotta get props to Brad Stevens for this though, for benching him. Not crazy about him playing 31 minutes, but at he least, didn't at even least he bench brought him off him, the man. I think he had more minutes than he did as a starter. Yeah, I mean, Baines only got seven minutes as yeah. he started, so I guess you you got a good point. I, I don't know. I, I feel the Hayward thing is a conundrum right now that I, I don't know. Every, I feel like no one is struggling with the Hayward situation except Brad Stevens. Like, he's the only one that doesn't see that. Just, just put him on a bench. Mm. Let him sit out a game. Yeah, but at least this is a step in the right direction, though. I mean, we, we're not going to see him put him back in the starting lineup at this point, right? I mean, he's already made that oh, switch. I don't know. I don't know. You think he will? Who knows? Why not? He played 31 minutes. I don't know. I just feel like right now the Celtics are going on. They have three easy W's lined up. And it should be four, including this Hornets game that they blew. They, right now, the Celtics, not going to lie, man. They just, they just fucking suck. All right. Well, Sean, we'll get into uh, looking ahead in a little bit. But one thing I want to get into is uh, what, what this type of uh, – what these type of decisions from Brad Stevens is going to do for the second unit and other guys on this roster. I mean, when you're a guy like Terry Rozier, right? And, and listen, I get it. Terry Rozier isn't playing up to par. He's not looking like the same guy that we saw throughout the postseason or the months that led to it. But there's going to come a point, right? And Sean, we talked about this at the beginning of the season. There's going to come a point where Terry Rozier is going to go off. He's going to find his offense. He's going to be consistent. He's going to be scoring 16, 17 a game for, I don't know, a three, four, five game stretch. And he's going to think to himself, no matter what I do, I'm never going to crack this starting unit because Brad Stevens is always going to protect his boy. Brad Stevens is always going to put his boy in the starting lineup. Mm-hmm. And even if he's not starting, Brad Stevens is going to make sure that his boy is playing at the end of the games. I mean, that's just natural for any team yep. to think that way. When you look at the history between Brad Stevens and Gordon Hayward, you said it at the top of the episode. Brad Stevens was the only recruiter, one of the few recruiters, I should say, that believed in Hayward, was watching this guy as a sophomore in high school, recruited him. Brought him obviously all the way to the to the NCAA championship. You know, uh, it led a team that had no business getting that far. Reunited with him in Boston. It was a sweet story. You know, uh, everything was going according to plan. And what happened last year derailed things a bit. Now that he, that he's healthy again, I just feel like Brad Stevens is is going out of his way to thrust him into this lineup, even if he's not starting. He's making sure that he's at the end of the games. He's making sure that he's getting a fair shot. And maybe 16 games into the regular season, he should slow him down a bit. Yeah, and I think that Brad Stevens has always had, like, uh, like he tries to let his guys play out of the funk. You know what I mean? He's not a guy to just rip out minutes from one of his main guys. But the, the, the difference here is, is that those players usually have earned a spot in his lineup. You look at, like, let's just even, like, look two years ago. There was a stretch where Crowder was, I don't know. There was there was a lot of people who said Crowder needs to go to the bench. He needs to be the sixth man. I he remember need, this. Yeah. That was big. Yeah. But Brad Stevens stayed with him, and guess what? He got out of his funk, mm-hmm. right? But the difference is, is that, like, Crowder worked his way into that lineup. He proved everybody that I deserve to be in the lineup. Right now, if this is any other player. It was handed to Hayward. Any other player right. that got something handed to him in the Brad Stevens system, he would be on the bench. No questions asked. This is a... This is a Brad Stevens, Buddy Buddy Hayward situation that we're dealing with right now. And if we're noticing it, 
You better believe the team's noticing Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And the team, and, and as, and especially, I'm glad you brought up Rozier because De- Rozier's definitely noticing it. And every other player that semi Ojale who's busted his ass to earn mm-hmm. minutes, everybody on the team who obviously want Hayward because Hayward's a, when healthy is a great NBA player and he's going to help you get to the finals. But right now, this is sort of starting to take on a life of its own and could be potentially some type of dividing force in the locker room. Down the road, it could. I could be if this if continues. Things the, if, and, if things stay the same for the and next you two, three weeks. And you don't start winning. It's start, it's if happening. you don't start winning, right. shit's going to start happening. If Kyrie Irving isn't bailing you out, which you can't rely on night in and night out. You saw what happened against him and you know Kemba Walker. You just can't rely on that formula night in and night out. And the Celtics know that. They know better than that. But when you have someone like Gordon Hayward in the mix, when you're coming out of a timeout and you need a bucket and you're down by three and there's a minute some change left and Brad Stevens designs a play for Gordon Hayward? Nah, yeah. What does that say to the rest of his team? What uh, does that say to everyone that's been busting their ass? What does that say to Jason Tatum who has been kind of in a funk, right? right? Leading into this, he did have a good game against the Raptors, fell back a bit Saturday night. Responds with 18 points, 8 of 15 from the floor, and you can't design a play for Jason Tatum. If right. you want to design a play for somebody not named Kyrie Irving, shouldn't that be, it's Jason, be Tatum? Jason Tatum? Exactly. As bad as everything is for the Celtics right now, here's my new saying, which is going to make everyone feel better. At least we're not the Washington Wizards right now. Bro. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> like as bad as be, it is, things could be worse. And it may seem like the Celtics are 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 at the at the uh, you know our borderline. A mess. At least you're not the goddamn Washington Wizards. <laughs> that team is a joke. It makes it should make you, a Celtics fan, feel a lot better about your team. Well, following uh, Monday's loss, the Celtics are now out of the top five in the Eastern Conference. I know it's November. Relax. Still the matter. It. It's almost Thanksgiving. <laughs> I get it. Before everyone goes off on me talking about like why are you guys talking about the standings, but. It does matter in the sense that the Celtics do have a relatively light schedule ahead of them. So they have plenty of time to catch up here. Uh, they do go back home. And, Sean, with that being said, let's look ahead and talk about uh, who the Celtics are going to be facing. By the way, uh, this is the same people that you, you, this is the same team that you're going to say is a light schedule, but they needed overtime to beat the fucking Suns. Mm, they also lost against the Orlando Magic, too. Well, yeah. actually, we can't even talk shit about the Magic anymore right now because they're uh, – You can beating, talk shit about the Magic, you know, They've been man. beating some teams, man. They've been beating some teams. Don't, don't sleep on the Magic. I'm sl- I'm sl- I've slept on the Magic. The only time I'm going to care about the Magic is when uh, Terry Rozier goes there and fulfills my prophecy. <laughs> You've been saying that for years. Hey, man, they beat those feisty wizards. You know the Magic are legit. Yeah, those feisty wizards. They are feisty. You no, they did. That. They did. They did beat Philly though. You're getting props for They that. did beat up each other. All right. So three shitty teams on the Celtics schedule. <laughs> These should all be wins. Yeah, yeah. If, so you watch what you say. If what they're not say? wins, what if they're say? not wins, if they don't win all three of these games, it's a big if. What's gonna happen? You you slam that panic button. That if the I if you if you lose all three of these games, that's gonna mean that you from from your big win against the Bucks, you've won three out of nine. That sucks. That's ugly. That sucks. Yeah. That's not good. <laughs> I agree. Then if you if you can't beat the Knicks in Boston, if you can't beat the Knicks in Boston, then you can't beat the Hawks and Mavericks. This is the three. These are the layups. These are the layups that Jalen Brown would try to dunk and miss the dunk. That That's what these are. 
They should be W's. No questions asked. This is the part of the schedule that I said when the Celtics come back from that road trip, this is where they'll catch up. I included the Charlotte Hornets as part of that. No, stretch, I did too. Yeah. But I guess that's we can throw that out the window at this point. Well, that's it. I mean, so so I I get I get saying that hey, Kemba's hot right now. But I'm sorry, he put up 60 the other night and they lost. So he only put up 43 tonight and you couldn't beat the 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 Hornets. All right, Sean, before you look ahead, I I want to I already did. I want to get your reaction that's here. That's it. No, you didn't say. I'm angry. <laughs> you didn't say the teams though. I want to get your reaction to this because I thought this is very uh, interesting quote from Brad Stevens here. Uh, Abby Chin asked him after the game, uh, the level of frustration with your team's consistency. And this is what Brad Stevens had to say. This wasn't an inconsistent night. This was a special performance that beat us. Sometimes you have to take your hat off to them. That's a good team. That's a well-coached team. They played really hard. And he, which is referring to Kemba Walker, of course, is on a great run. I try to look at things objectively. Saturday night was disappointing in a number of ways. Tonight, we saw more of what we want to be. Celtics did shoot 50.6% from the floor, which is an encouraging sign. None of but that when matters. that happens in a loss, None of that matters. it doesn't matter. Exactly. Like, what is going on, If anything, man? it goes to show that I want to see some, some mixing up at the end of the fourth quarter. I mean, I, I don't want to see Kyrie Irving chucking up four out of the last five shots at the end of the game. I just don't want to see that when the when the when the offense is shooting this well, when the offense is this efficient, you have other options. Yeah, like I I don't know why Al Horford seemed to have a really good game and Marcus Morris was pretty much non-existent at the in the late minutes. I mean Tatum had one three, but yeah, man, you gotta you gotta you gotta open it up. And you know what, Bryce Stevens needs to be harder on his guys. I think like that's that needs to start happening now. Like that, I like what he did Saturday, but that was the only time he was really hard on them. I'm just saying, if it's inconsistent, it you can't let one player decide if you're going to win or lose that night. And I don't know, maybe you, maybe you, you look at Marcus Smart and his performance on Kemba, and yeah, he was playing very well on him. But what does he need to do differently? How do you need to scheme it up against a guy where you can't, you can't give him an inch, or he's going to jack it up? Mm. Guess what? There's plenty of players like that in the NBA. If you can't guard one of them, then what, what are you going to do? Kemba Walker did finish with 43 points. 14 of 25 from the floor. So that makes 103 points in the last two games for Kemba Walker. All right, look ahead. Knicks win. Hawks Ooh, you know, win. You sure about that? The Knicks? They almost they almost win in Madison Square Garden. Nah, man. I actually I have, I have no faith in the Celtics team right now, man. I mean. Oh, this is it. This, this is going to be the time when you actually give them a loss? I have no faith in this Celtics team. But at the same time, those three teams suck. Celtics should go 3-0 and here. What's the third one? Did you say the third one? It's Knicks, Hawks, Mavericks. Mm, I don't know about that third one. They just beat the Warriors. They're on a four-game winning streak. So we'll see. That's the one game that's, nah, man, that sticks they, out to me. They, they lost to the, the, uh, the Grizzlies. Tonight? Which, by the way, the Grizzlies. Who would have seen that coming? The Grizz. Having a good season. Are you surprised how uh, your boy's been playing? Luca? No, I haven't been surprised, man. He's been playing very well. I, I knew he'd be good, but I didn't think he'd be this good. I, I knew he'd be really he's good. He's pretty good. Yeah. Something Is it too be, early to so, say he's rookie of the year? Something to be said about, like, stocky Europeans. You know what I mean? Like, he's like a built dude. Like, and he's, then he can play, run the point. Like, normally you get a European to come over and he's this lanky, weird looking. Shooter. Fragile dude. Straight shooter, yeah. This dude's just like, nah, he's Billy. He looks like an athlete. Yeah, I think he's going to be really good. By the way, 
What the hell's going on in the Western Conference? Have you looked at the standings in the Western Conference recently? It's a little, little messy. The Blazers and Clippers are tied for the number one spot, followed by the Grizzlies and Warriors. Yeah, man, Clippers have been balling. Yeah, I said they were going to be the worst team in the league this year. I was wrong! Alright, that's all I got for, for looking ahead because I'm pissed off. These Celtics, man, they just get, really know how to get you in a, in a, in a crimity mood before Thanksgiving. Here I am just trying to think of what pumpkin dessert I'm going to fucking make. And now, <laughs> fucking, I gotta watch fucking this, the Celtics lose to the Charlotte Hornets, man. By the way, you know what I want to do? I'm going, I'm going Trade. two and one, by the way. Real quick, I'm going two and one, man. Look, the Mavericks, yo, they, they smoked the Jazz by 50. They beat the Warriors a couple nights ago. They did fall to the Grizzlies, but I'm going, I'm going, uh, I think they're going to lose that one. All right. Here's my, here's my solution to fix everything. Trade Hayward and Rozier for Kemba Walker. I think they would take that in a heartbeat. Yeah. Who? No, they wouldn't. The Hornets would never do that deal. It's a terrible trade. They're going to lose Kemba anyways. Still. <laughs> you get Hayward locked up into the deal. You get a player. Charlotte loves the, white the, people. The fourth highest paid player in the NBA. Yeah. You're just going to give him all that money? Yeah. And hope that he reverts to the guy he used to be? Yeah. Yeah, keep dreaming. No, I think so. Yeah. That, that's Brad Stevens' boy, so it's not happening. You get, no, I, I, that, that's the, that's the move. You get Terry Rozier and Gordon Hayward for Kemba Walker. Yo, that's my new narrative. Brad Stevens' boy. No, that's his, that's his boy. Come on. That's, that's his, his boy. boy. That's his son. Fine. That's his son. It is his boy. He's gonna ride or die with Hay- Hayward. Yeah, to the end. It is what it is. Maybe some, mm, I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> what are you gonna say? <laughs> no, I'm not gonna say it. Next time he goes off, I'll be like, oh, that's, that's little Brad out there. Brad's son. Little Brad. Brad Jr. Brad Jr. going off again. What were you going to say before? You don't even remember, do you? What? You were going to say something before I uh, talked about how good the Mavericks have been playing. No, that's all I was going to say. All right. All right. Well, we'll see how Brad Stevens' boy does. Against the Knicks. I want. I, I think it'll be interesting. How, how many – what's uh, – let's put a little wager here. Next three games, Knicks. Hawks and Mavericks. Hawks, Mavs. You just said it. Does Gordon Hayward start all three games? No. Does Gordon Hayward play 25 minutes in all three games? Yes. More than that. That's, that's gonna be. 25 plus. And does he ever score 20 points in any of those games? No. no. Okay. That's no. a, that's a problem. No. 15 tops, I'm gonna say. One of those games, he'll score about 15 or 16. No, and man. if he doesn't, if he doesn't clock in over 25 minutes, it's because he, it was garbage time in the fourth quarter. I'm thinking the Hawks game is gonna happen. It'll be if, a blowout. All I'm saying is if we come back and the Celtics go one and two on this, on this three game little, Streak Stretch. against shitty teams. Yeah. One and two or worse. Man. We're gonna see a dark side of Ducha? Yeah, I'm I'm sort of playing Dark Ducha. I'm sort of playing it cool right now, like, you know, it's holiday season. This I'm is you playing it good. cool. Yeah. Alright, cool. I'm feeling good. I'm not really getting that angry yet. This is you playing it cool. Right. But I'm just saying, like, this is I'm, I'm 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 right at the breaking point, guys. <laughs> this is calm Sean right here. I'm at the breaking point. Alright? Just imagine if it was March right now. Oh man. Be losing my shit. If this team was a couple, <laughs> if this team was pretty much a 500 team in March. If this team was 30, out. 32 and 30 right now, just like everyone's still like, just wait for him to start clicking. It's going to happen. There's too much talent on this it's team, guys. It's not even guys. April, guys. Relax. Just wait. They're waiting for the play. All they need to get is that eighth seed, guys. It'll be all right. Maybe Kawhi won't play still. You never know. They're just saving it, bro. They're, They're saving, saving it. Listen, the more rest you get, the team, the better. Yo, home court is overrated in the NBA, guys. Come on. <laughs> I mean, 
Doesn't even matter. Uh, you're battling the Wizards for the eighth spot. It'll be okay. <laughs> nah, man, that's where we're heading. We're heading to mediocrity. To mediocrity police. Ridiculous. But this is the stretch. This is the stretch. They'll get some wins, man. They fucking better. The sky's not falling. The sky's not falling. Yeah, not yet. Not yet. It's like, uh, maybe it's not falling, but. Looks grim. Yeah. Looks grim right now. Yeah. Preparing for an emergency landing. Like the, the masks have dropped in this Celtics plane crash scenario. Like you don't quite know if you're just hitting bad turbulence. You think the mass have dropped? I think it's just turbulence. Right? No, I think, I think. There's turbulence. That's I it. think the turbulence has happened. The turbulence has been happening all year. This is an interesting metaphor too because you, you would, you're not a big fan of that. I would that, freak the fuck of that out. setting. Like, yeah, you would, you would, that's like your biggest nightmare, isn't it? Like, Asi- yeah. aside from standing on the edge of a cliff, I think that's your biggest, no, I would your say, biggest fear. I would say the mass dropping on a plane would be my biggest fear. I would freak the fuck out. <laughs> Engine failure? Like, if all of a sudden, like... <laughs> Engine failure? Yeah, no, that, that's the worst. That's the fucking worst. <laughs> Mass You're drop. just stuck in this hunk of metal, this pressurized hunk of metal, just, just like, going, like, way too fast in just free air. Like, nothing is holding you back from just spiraling, just fucking... And then the whole fucking thing is you're just in a tube in the middle of the air, like just going to be free falling down to your death. That is the worst. That's the worst. You can't do shit about it. You can't even be. You could be the most creative person in the world. You're fucked. You can't get out of that situation. Like you can't like figure out a way to like open up a door and like hop. No, no, you're fucked. You're just dead. You're going to know you're dead for at least four to five minutes as that plane tumbles down. Wait for your demise. Yes. Like, and you're like, wow, this, this, you, and, and you won't, I have a feeling that like if that was happening, you wouldn't realize until like two to three minutes into that inevitability that this has actually happened. And then you're like, oh man, like what am I going to do now? I just wasted the last three minutes trying to talk myself out of it. I should have been acting what I want to do for the last five minutes of my life. <laughs> do you remember that Facebook video, that, that prank when they do a fake simulation and like everyone's freaking out, but it's just all like the, the plane no. hasn't even moved yet? No, I would never. No, remember I, I tagged you on that and you got so mad. You're like, yo, that's the most fucked up prank yeah. I've ever seen in my no, life. No, that's the worst. <laughs> so getting back to the Celtics metaphor though. <laughs> this, <laughs> get on a little tangent there. Jesus. Didn't know that. And I was that that worried about that shit. Sean's got the chills right yeah, now. Yeah, Jesus, fuck! You just went to a dark place, right? Now. Yeah, you you brought me right there, man. You brought me there. You saw the whole thing. I saw it, felt it. Have regrets, and I'm not even dying. I'm not even crashing. I feel like I should have spent my last five minutes better. You think you get cell reception? You think you get cell reception as your plane is tumbling? Yeah, once you get low enough. fast. Once you get low enough. So yeah. you have like a window of like 30 seconds. Le- yeah, definitely less than a minute. Yeah. You got to fucking time that shit right. Who you calling? I think it's the last thing I'm thinking about. I'm not, Who I'm you not, calling? I don't know, man. I don't think I call anyone. Yeah. I, I think I just send like a mass text like I love you guys. <laughs> Could select all. <laughs> everybody in your phone. Just get it to everybody so you don't miss nobody. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> Everyone's be like, oh, you get that text from Joe Sway? <laughs> nah, man. Oh, he didn't text you? Nah, bro. Nah. Or you know what I, tw- I switched phones and that one guy didn't make it on the new phone. He's like, 
So for the rest of his life, he thinks I never liked him. Why didn't I get a text? Well, I mean, every at like, that point, hundred people got a text. Yeah, and I was the one guy I didn't get a text. Well, I w- you should invite him to your funeral. That's what it should be like. <laughs> Services will be held <laughs> on Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> so is it turbulence? Back to the Celtics. Right. Is it turbulence or is it nah. or is it the, okay. the the mass drop? The 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 plane took off, and it wasn't. You didn't get a good vibe when the plane took off. You're like, man, this, this doesn't feel as, as powerful as it normally does. Made it in the air, you know. Maybe you saw, maybe like you know, right around, you know, when they lost to the Magic. Mm. The flight attendants started talking to each other, like whispering, <laughs> like a little frantic. Looked a little frantic, you know, what they were then, trying to play it cool. Give everyone the fake smile. Yeah, yeah like just seatbelts on. Then turbulence started. <laughs> nah, man, I think the Hornets lost. <laughs> seatbelts. The Hornets <laughs> lost. You maybe the bags haven't dropped yet, but you now heard the bing. <laughs> this is your captain speaking. <laughs> we're getting we're getting warned right now. We're getting warned that like uh, this may be a little bit more. We we'll get some wind coming into the east, and turbulence is going to be pretty rough right now. Not going to lie. Sit tight. Not going to lie. If I were you, I would keep my seat buckle on. <laughs> Don't go to the bathroom. Uh, if, if you <laughs> if you drink, Jesus Christ, Frank. <laughs> You got this thing under control or what? Jeez. Like, we're fucked. <laughs> Frank, get, get your shit together. Okay, I'll be... Yeah. <laughs> everyone, everyone stay calm. Jesus Christ, Frank! <laughs> That's where we are. So you have to do this right now, Frank. <laughs> hold on for a second, all right? Frank, there's 400 people on this plane that you're freaking out right now. The worst co-pilot in the world. If I had to die next to anybody in the plane, it wouldn't be you. You are the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Who recommended you, Frank? Yeah. No, nobody. That's what that's what it is. So yeah, that's where we are right now in the Celtics season in this uh Celtics plane crash. One can only hope that the maps maybe, don't come down. <laughs> maybe there's like a Liam Neeson on this plane. <laughs> like you kinda or like that's the one dude who could, who could who come would, up with a plan exactly to, to save the, exactly. to save the entire cabin exactly exactly <laughs> now the plane's not crashing yet but the turbulence and the attitude on this plane between the crew and passengers are pretty bad right now all right we'll see where they are <laughs> a week removed uh from this <laughs> loss against the Charlotte Hornets tune in next week tune in next week we'll see where this plane is at next yeah. week Sean, any plans for Thanksgiving before we get out of here? Nah, but fucking subscribe to the podcast. Yes. What the fuck? Yes. Rate us. Subscribe. It'll really, really help us out. We appreciate it. And uh, next week, no, but going to eat some turkey this week. Happy turkey day to all you gobbling goobers out there. Turkey, turkey, gobbler. I fucking love Thanksgiving, man. Yeah, me too. You ever get that one person who was like, I'm not a big fan of Thanksgiving food. Yeah. And you just look at them like, what? The fuck is wrong with you? Just shut the fuck up. Yeah, just don't keep that to yourself. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Obviously, we uh, appreciate the support, all of our listeners. Um, but yeah, what Sean said, please, it, it goes a long way. Subscribe, rate us on iTunes. Um, that'll, that'll help us out a lot. And um, happy Thanksgiving. All right, everybody, have a great Thanksgiving break. 
Uh, be safe out there. I know how things can get a little wild the night before Thanksgiving. Oh, and uh, we'll keep you body uh, time. We'll keep you updated with everything, of course, with Celtics content at CausewayStreet.com. dot com. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Later. Later.